Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Add WFAN to your contacts to talk New York sports with us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. To make your dog the cry, I apologize a trillion times. Thomas Jackson, Woo! I am for real. Four oh three, we're getting wacky now. It's been, uh, you know, how many nights in a row doing all these hours? Feeling good. Have to stand up a little bit. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. McMonagle here with you. One last hour on our midnight ride, taking until five o'clock in the warm up show. Al and Jerry. Come your way then. You know, I just saw something that made me laugh for a second. Cameo is funny. So someone just tweeted out the list of the top. Uh, I'm assuming this is the top cameo uh, people at the moment. I don't know for how many for how long this goes. But Frank the Tank just tweeted out that he's back on top of the book cameo. So he's booked more people. And I'm not kidding. Looking at the list. He has booked more people than Santa Claus. He's got more videos. More people want a cameo from Frank the Tank than Santa. And then you know who's second overall? Second overall. So of all the, I mean, again, I don't know if this is a particular category because it's not like, you know, super famous people. But Frank's amazing. And to get a video from Frank, I'm sure it's hilarious. Especially for Met fans and, and such on their birthdays, I can imagine. Can you imagine getting one from Frank the Tank? We're all screwed! What's the point of life? Happy birthday. But number two, behind Frank the Tank, and he's above, Santa is fourth on this list. I just love that it's Santa. He's, he's, Frank is bigger than Christmas. But number two on the list is Amy Slayton Alterman, star of Thousand Pound Sisters. So, I mean, you know, if more, if more people want to talk to you and get a video from you than a thousand pound sister, you're doing well. He's got it going. There's no question about it. Whatever he's doing, it's a working because he's beaten Santa and the thousand pound sister. And I got to be quite honest with you. I mean, that's that would be some video. That would be some video you get from the thousand pound sister. And I wonder, you know, if you can request that her sister joins. You get a twofer. 
little cameo video. 877-337-6666. We started talking about Saquon Barkley earlier in the show. Obviously, a lot of leaks coming out now. As we rapidly approach the deadline to sign a contract extension before they are forced to go and play under the tag. That's Monday at 4 o'clock. And now it's kind of been leaked out there that Saquon would be, you know, willing to sit out. Maybe his, I guess the way it's being put is game one against the Cowboys would be in jeopardy, which I do not agree. And now you're seeing stories. I can't imagine he would actually sit out. I think that's crazy. It doesn't do him any good. But I guess it's plausible. We'll see. That's what he wants you to know. I'm wondering why, because he probably wants the Giants to pony up. But you've heard stories. They're out there. He's called them a lie. He's responded to some of the tweets and some of the stories uh, with, you know, emojis of caps, which if you're not up to date and you don't know who Thousand Pound Sisters are or what cap means, it means lie. So he doesn't agree with some of the stories, but apparently the Giants, we know they offered him a contract last year, but in this offseason, the numbers are reportedly the Giants offered $13 million a year. He's asking for 16 They couldn't come to an agreement. And the Giants told him that once they are forced to tag him, that that deal is off the table. And so that's where we have been since then. So Barkley doesn't agree or, you know, is saying those numbers or whatever aren't true. But whatever you believe, they offered a contract. He said no. They're at an impasse. And they have until Monday to figure it out before he's forced to play on the tag. And it sounds like he's considering doing what he can to get a contract. And if that means sitting out, he's going to do it, which I can't imagine. But my point on this whole thing is that it's just he has no leverage here, and it's unfortunate for him. But the running back position, if you look at the market, it's just a joke. The highest paid running back is McCaffrey. He signed the contract three years ago. Three years ago. Can you imagine the highest paid quarterback signing a contract three years ago? Every time another quarterback comes up in free agency, he gets the highest paid money. The next guy gets the highest paid money. That's how they told us that Daniel Jones is worth $40 million. Don't worry. I know it seems like a lot, but in two years, it's going to be like 17 down the list because you know how many quarterbacks are going to get paid from now till then? Well, the highest paid running back got paid three years ago, and all the best running backs from last year are getting tagged. There's no market for it. It's unfortunate. It sucks. He was a huge part of the team, clearly. He was the, the most dynamic player, the driving force of the offense from day one. When he refused to go down, he got into the end zone for the two-point conversion that spurned the first win of the season and really probably the start of the year, which has been the best, reg- you know, last year was as good a regular season they've had in forever. As enjoyable and surprising as... You know, everything you could say, there were, there were down times. I mean, the offense really wasn't very good to start the year at times. And they won a couple of games that were ugly, but they also won a couple of games where they would come back from 10 points down against, you know, teams that are consistently in the postseason. The Packers, the Ravens, down 10 in the fourth quarter. They had a miraculous season. The coach of the year, you're feeling great. They pay Daniel Jones like he's one of the top quarterbacks in the league. And Saquon Barkley was a part of that, but as far as I'm concerned, and this is my main point on the whole thing, I trust Joe Shane. I trust him. And so as much as I think they, you know, you want Barkley to be a part of this team, I don't think the Giants have any fear that he won't be. And as far as I'm concerned, 
whatever he gets from Joe Shane is what he what's what's fair. As long as because you know they want to have him the contract, they don't want to have him unhappy. They want him to be around here. They want him to be a leader in this team. They want to get a contract. But as far as I'm concerned, I want Joe Shane to give a contract he's comfortable with because I trust him. And I just can't imagine Saquon Barkley winning this fight because you know what? The the team has changed. Yes, last year he had to be the focal point of that offense because we didn't know what Daniel Jones was. Well, you know what? They just paid him like they know what he is now. They brought in Waller, one of the best when healthy pass-catching tight ends. They drafted wide receivers. Hopefully Wondell Robinson is, is healthy. You expect the offensive line to improve. You expect them to put more on the shoulders of Daniel Jones. And as great as he is, he's a running back. And I, you know, I, I don't think it's something that the Giants, I, I don't necessarily believe the Giants can't win if Saquon Barkley's not on the field. I just don't. He's obviously important. He's obviously a tremendous player. But we all know what the market is. And we all know what the position is. So for me, I just want, as a Giant fan, yeah, I want him on the team. Of course, he's a great player. I'll never tell you different. I want him on the team. I want him as the running back. I want him making plays that help the Giants win football games. But I also want him in a contract that's reasonable, or what at least Dan, or what uh, Joe Shane deems is reasonable, because he just had to pay Daniel Jones that money. He just had to pay Derek, uh, Dexter Lawrence that money. You know what Andrew Thomas is going to get as one of the best, if not the best left tackle in football. He's going to get a ton of money. And I'll be the first to tell you, I don't know how the 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 the, the uh, cap works necessarily. I don't know the ins and outs of it. I know that you can play all kinds of games with it. I know the Rams can go out and pay their, you know, pay their wide receiver like the best wide receiver in football and give their, you know, all-world defensive lineman as much money as possible and go get their quarterback as much money as possible and still be $16 million under the cap more than they were the year before. I can't figure that out. So I'll be the first to tell you the difference between paying Saquon Barkley $13 million and $16 million might not make any difference at all when it comes to how they build the team in the future. I don't know. But as a Giant fan, how do you not trust the group of Joe Shane and Brian Dable? That's it. I trust them. So hopefully they can come to an agreement, but it's going to, Giants are holding all the cards, and it's going to have to be something Joe Shane is comfortable with. That's just the way it is. That's what the market is, and that's where they are. And I don't blame Saquon Barkley at all. I talked about it. I mean, this guy has been as he's talked about how it's different for every team and each player is different, and that's fine. That's fine. He was important to the team last year. And I'll never begrudge an NFL player ever for wanting to get theirs and wanting to get paid. They are one player away from a devastating injury that that ends their career. They put their lives on the line. He's he's doing nothing wrong. He's he's he has every right to hold out and try and get every dollar he can. I don't begrudge him any of this. I just can't see how he wins it. I just can't see how he wins it. 877-337-6666. Let's get to your phone calls and get you through one last hour here before the, before the warm-up show. Corey Manhattan, what's up, Corey? 
Uh, hey, Big Mac, uh, big fan. I used to listen to you on Carter Roberts all the time. I would always think that you deserve more time. Sure, well, uh, you didn't think it. You knew it. But thank you. I appreciate it. That's it. That's it. I was at the softball game. I saw you ring a couple off. But, oh, yeah. Uh, four, for, four for five. Nobody on the field had more base hits than me. That's Those are facts. Okay? 100%. We, we can talk about how hard I hit it, what my swing looks like. You know, there's a bunch of swing experts. They should all go work for the Yankees on Twitter. They all, they all know they're trying to break down my swing, tell me it's not any good. First of all, I was a varsity baseball player from ninth grade on, and damn it, I had four hits in that game and no one else had four. So that's you can say whatever you want. And I did it with what I'm told now is a, was torn cartilage in my ribs. <laughs> so everyone no, could take a that walk. Crown, man. Wear, wear that crown. But just yeah. going off the, the Saquon Barkley like points that you were making, I agree with everything you're saying. But if I just what what's he asking for that it's got to be so hard just to to give him if he's asking for yeah, like, I, I, two million more a year? Like what's the difference between seventeen, eighteen million and the sixteen that? He's well, he's asking day. for 16. They apparently offered 13. We don't know the guaranteed money. There's always stipulations and different things in a contract that they haven't come to terms with. But, I mean, for me, it's it's. I don't know what the difference is. That's I'm trying to tell you. I, I wish I were more educated on exactly how the cap works. But I've seen the cap be messed around with. and Like I just told you. You know, the, the Rams pulled off a freaking miracle. Like, I don't know. And the last time the Giants were in cap hell with Gettleman, it's like, oh, they're in cap hell. And then they go get a bust of a wide receiver at the top of the market in, in Galladay. It's like, how the hell did they pay for Galladay? I heard they were in this cap hell. How did they go out and, and get the best, or at least we thought was the best, or the highest priced wide receiver in free agency? How the hell did they do that? What happened to cap hell? I wish we, they were in cap hell and they didn't do the deal. Because he was a bust. But the Rams turn around and sign all their best players to the highest contracts in the league and then end up less money under the cap. Because you sign guys and you extend contracts and you push it down to whenever. So I don't know the difference in giving him $3 million more. I don't know, but Joe Shane does, and I it, it, I praise Joe Shane. We are all at the altar of Shane and Dable. So whatever they want to do, I trust. That's kind of how I feel. And I hope that ultimately comes to a contract. I hope everyone's happy. I hope he gets paid because he's a great player. I hope he's on the team. But ultimately, I think he'll play under the, the cap. I don't, I, I don't expect him to hold out. He's going to play. Hopefully, it's a contract. But if it's not, he's going to play. And whatever they deem is is what they want to do, I'm with them. And like I said, also, it can go 50-50 on how uh, Saquon comes into the to the team, into the, the locker room and on the field. I mean, he could be upset. He could be unhappy. He could have a different feeling about the organization. I don't know. Or he could be pissed off. And like I said, that's kind of how it went with Judge, right? Everyone's saying, oh, you know, Cashman lowballed him. It's embarrassing. Well, it also spurned the greatest offensive season we've seen. He put a chip on his shoulder. He seemed pissed off. He didn't like the fact that they didn't give him what he wanted. He certainly didn't like the fact they went out and, and gave that the numbers out. And he went out and hit 52 home runs. 62 home runs. Excuse me. I'm shortening him 10. That was silly. 62 home runs. And had one of the greatest offensive seasons we've ever seen. Maybe Saquon Barkley gets a chip on his shoulder and goes out there and gives you a phenomenal year. I don't know. But I trust Joe Shane to give the contract, and I trust Brian Dable to get the best out of him under any circumstance. I just feel good about the Giants' leadership right now. So I'm kind of, as a Giant fan, 
I, I, I'm not getting too hung up on it because I can't imagine him not playing. And right now, I feel like no matter the situation and no matter the circumstance, he's going to be on the field giving his best because I trust everything that's going on with the management team of the Giants, from the head coach to the offensive coordinator to the to the GM. Dave in Brookfield. What's up, Dave? Chris, I became a big fan of yours when you went on that Bring Russell Wilson to the Giants rant. Yes. Remember that on your overnight show? Do I remember going on the Bring Russell Wilson to the Giants rant? Of course I do. Oh, I don't know what it. you're oh. talking about. I never you, said you I would were... never say such a stupid thing. Are you crazy? Oh my God, you were crazy about him. You were screaming, "Bring Russell!" I mean, Wilson. the guy's a Hall of Famer. Who saw this? Who saw that season coming? And there he is. He's back. See, you know you said it. I mean, oh, of course I said it. He's, he's a he's Russell Wilson. He's a Hall of Famer. He's, he's I mean, of course I wanted him on the Giants. Uh, nobody great. knew about Daniel Jones. Great. I still don't know about Daniel Jones. But I mean, nobody saw yeah. that coming. I wanted a quarterback. I wanted to solve that problem. Who knew he was going to become a yeah. weirdo out in Denver and and, know, and not be able to play? I didn't see that coming. I know. That was funny, man. That's what I became a huge fan. Oh, that's well, thanks. Yankee- Judge me at my best, why don't you? I appreciate it. I'm glad that you joined then. Two quick Yankee points. I was never an Aaron Boone fan, but he has won me over. They've won a lot of games. They're not losing because of Aaron Boone. And I loved uh, Brian Cashman, but his need to hold on to prospects, I think, hurts the team. Look at Glaber Torres. How many trades did Brian Cashman turn down for Glaber Torres, and he never turned? Oh, I don't, I, I don't know about that. That's that's unfair. I don't know how many. First of all, I don't know how many trades. No. And if you want to talk about, first of all, they traded for him late in his his development from the Cubs. So I think he had two years, and one was because he got injured sliding headfirst into home plate and hurt his shoulder or whatever it was. So I mean. And then he comes up, and he's an all-star, though. That's the thing. Like, it's easy to say now, he came up in 18 and was an all-star. He hits 39 home runs or 38 home runs in 2019, has a great playoff series against Minnesota, wins them game one against the Astros, and the conversation at the end of the season is he's the best player on the team. He's better than Aaron Judge. That was the conversation leaving the 2019 season. Judge was getting hurt. And and he was their best postseason player. He's this young, up-and-coming superstar. He's going to be right there with the Ronald Acuna's. That's what people thought after the 19 season. Then he comes in out of shape in the COVID year of 2020, and then has two miserable seasons in 20, and and then has a miserable season in 21. Like, and then what do you want to trade him off miserable seasons? I didn't. Like now, there's some value. I'm willing to do it. But there, I mean, the idea that he holds on to prospects and he trades every deadline, every deadline he trades. Like, I, what, what I prospects is he holding on to? He's holding on to Volpe and Peraza. That's what he's holding on to. And he held on to certain guys like Glaber uh, Torres and Gary Sanchez and Greg Bird, all guys who came up and were good. Miguel Andujar. Like, they, they came up and they succeeded at the major league level. Then I don't know what the hell happened to them. They got worse at the major league level. The major league development is a major problem. That's their biggest problem, quite honestly, like, if you want to talk about Brian Cashman and all the bad moves and everything, to me, the worst problem the Yankees have is these prospects come up, they hit and become good major league players for their first two years, and then they fall off a cliff. Like, what the hell is with that? And that's why they hang on to them, because they, they've they seen good, and so they believe. 
Gary Sanchez comes up at the end of 2016, hits 20 home runs, damn near wins rookie of the year in half a season because he's unbelievable. So when things start to go, and then, you know, 2018, good season, 2019, 30 home runs, he's the best power-hitting catcher in the sport for three years. So when things start to tailspin and go south, they hold on because they're like, let's just, let's figure this out because look what he could be. Let's just figure this out because look what he's been. So they, they it goes too long because they saw the promise. I mean, Greg Bird comes up. He's he's one of their best hitters towards the end of 2015. 2017, he hits a game-winning home run off of Andrew Miller, a very difficult left-handed reliever, to beat Cleveland in a game. And you look like Greg Bird's on your way to being this great power-hitting left-handed first baseman. You got Aaron Judge hitting 50 home runs, and Duhar comes up, and he leads the team in extra base hits. And you figure, man, I got a starting third baseman. I got a starting second baseman. I got a starting right fielder. I have a starting catcher. That's what I, all from the minor leagues. And we are and we are going, so we don't need Manny Machado. We don't need Bryce Harper. I'm going to have to pay these guys because I got a young stud core. The Baby Bombers, they wrote books about it. They wrote books about it. And then it all came a falling down. And it's, to me, it's the biggest reason why they are where they are. Because they passed on different guys in the the thought of having young superstars ready to blossom. their guys. And they'd have to pay those guys. And that's what they thought. And they were wrong. And then they let it go too long. And now Glaber Torres is really falling into that category, you know, diving in headfirst. And it pisses me off. I don't understand it. I really don't understand it. It's one thing if they come up and just suck, right? If it's a big-time prospect, he comes up, he's supposed to be this great player, and he just comes up and it never happens. And then you go, well, that sucks. But you move on fairly quickly because he never had it. The problem is when they come up and they they make multiple all-star teams and they're in home run derbies and they're the most power they're the best power hitter at a position in the sport well then you hang on then you have faith then you let it go too far and it drags you down I can't explain it I can't explain why those guys came up here and got worse at the major league level So if you want to you want me to rip Cashman there's my biggest rip what the hell is going on with your major league development? Because they should have a whole bunch of answers at places they and that's what they they've been it's in a mad scramble. And and maybe it's my fault because I give Cashman credit because he's a great mad scrambler. Oh, and Duhall goes down, he's gone for the oh, let's pay twenty five grand for Gio Urshela. Oh, Greg Bird can't keep his foot healthy and he's and he's terrible. Let's go get Luke Voigt. He'll lead the league in home runs. Gio Urshela be a great player. Let's go get Mike Tockman. Let's go get Cameron Mabin. Let's, with all those guys and Judge and Stanton not playing, let's win 103 games in a division. He, he's been brilliant at patch patching up these holes. The problem is he's causing the holes. It's a catch-22. It's a circle. It's a circle. And it's a frustrating one. That's led to a team that is good enough to win in the regular season but comes up small in the postseason. These group of guys, that's what the problem is. They just... they. For whatever reason, they don't hit in the postseason, and the baby bombers failed, and so now you're weaker at spots that you could have done other things with, but you figured, hey, John Carlos Stanton falls into your lap with a trade where you're giving up, you know, Sterling Castro. That's it. You got you got the MVP for Sterling Castro. Who says no? They added Stanton, and they got these young superstars all over the roster, and it's like, we don't need Harper. 
We don't need Machado. If only they could have seen the future, that every one of them would fail. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Speak your mind at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Yeah! Oh, yeah. This takes me back to Posh, the nightclub underneath the Garden City Hotel. For some reason, every time I hear the song, I think about the the Thursday nights we would go there or whatever. I don't know. I hated it. Not my joint. Not my not my place. I wasn't really good in a dance club. Let's be honest. You know, at a dance club, not that I'm a bad dancer. I am not. I can move. It's not that I'm a bad dancer. I can dance. The problem is. You know, no one's going to look at me dance and say, oh, I got to sleep with that guy. That's the problem. I need to be funny. Whether or not I am is a different question, but I I like to think I am, but I needed to talk. I needed to, I wasn't going to meet a woman just on the dance floor. It wasn't going to work for me that way. I needed like more of a bar atmosphere where I had an opportunity to, to actually speak and say either funny or intelligent things. I couldn't just walk up in the middle of, you know, Usher. And woo a woman with my dance moves. As impressive as they may be. So, but I would go because we all went. You know, you do what, you know, when in Rome. But, uh, you know. Not a very, not many successful nights at, at Posh and the Garden City Hotel. Not not my favorite place. Eric and Ronkonkoma, what's up, Eric? Yeah, good morning, Chris. How are you doing? Good morning to you, sir. Yeah, every every time I hear that song, it makes me think of Kevin James dancing in front of Will Smith. At, that's uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, and Hitch. Hitch. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, and then and getting smacked across the face. Don't ever do that again. Yeah. You know what? That's I just thought uh, about that. Will Smith smacks him right in the face, doesn't he? It's that was. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> That's true. That's, that's, that's true. The first smack yeah, of all, from although, Will Smith. Although he deserved it uh, for doing that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, look, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm running a little behind here uh, work-wise, and I'm going to hit a dead zone, so I'll, 
I'll throw the, the point out quickly. Okay. Um, I, so I, I heard about this uh, sponsorship now with uh, the Yankees taking on this this group, which I don't know anything about. But the, I heard they're putting another patch. Star on the ins- They're putting a star in their arm starting uh, July twenty first. Star insurance. It's like a little you know blue square or rectangle patch on their arm. Okay. So I so I know I know the Nike thing caused a huge uproar, obviously. So I'm right. But curious then, now. Yeah. You know, and I was just gonna say, I'm just curious where where this now ranks among among uh, everything, because I know the you know the sacred Yankee uniform and everything, and yeah. uh, uh, everybody uh, getting into an uproar. So I, if if you mentioned it before, I apologize for not hearing it. But yeah, no, I brought it up. Your, um, yeah, your, listen, uh, people, you're right. You mentioned, and thank you for the uh, call, Eric, and um, you know, have a good day at work. Um, I. Yeah, you're right. People talk about the sanctity of the uniform and everything. And plus, whenever you make money on it, people feel like it's icky. You know? But it's the way of the world. They they are not the first. They won't be the last. Other classic teams with classic uniforms have done it. The Red Sox do it. The Dodgers do it. It's not, you know, it's it's what it is. They're making $25 million a year to put a patch on their arm. It's the way of sports. There are other sports where they literally look like billboards. I don't love it. In, in fact, I don't like it at all. I wish it weren't the case. And I remember not liking the Nike swoosh. And I guess maybe that's why this one doesn't bother me as much because it technically is the second one. I know this is a, a, a much bigger patch, but and the Nike swoosh is on everything you buy and every sneaker you wear practically. So we're all very familiar with it as opposed to, you know, star insurance. But the Nike swoosh bothered me because it was the first real, like, thing of, a, of another company, a product on their shirt. And then honestly, I, I, who, I don't even know it's there anymore. Like, who cares? I know this will probably be more. I, I agree. Initially, I'm like, no, don't do it. Get it off. But then I think about it, and I realize I'm never going to concern myself with it ever. Like, ever. Is there hypocrisy sometimes in how they kind of treat themselves as holier than thou? And you can't have facial hair, and you can't have long hair, and... And different things. They just did their first fireworks show. I don't know if that's necessarily, you know, high and mighty that they they didn't stoop to the level of having fireworks. I don't know if that's the reason they didn't do it, that they felt like they were above it. But they recently did a fireworks thing. Now they have, uh, you know, patches on their arm. I don't know. It bothers me. The thought of it bothers me. And then I just don't care. Then I move on. And I'm more concerned about how the freaking offense is going to score runs than I am what's on their arm or what's on their sleeve. And ultimately, once we won't even care. We'll get used to it. Like, no one, no one cares. Like, the, the thought of it sucks, and then the practice of it, we won't care. That's how I feel about it. That's, that's genuinely how I feel. I could have a, a hotter take on it, but I, I hate it, but I, I know it's coming. Like, you know this kind of thing is coming. The one thing I'll say and I don't think they would ever even consider it, but that building better not be anything other than Yankee Stadium. That's that's where I really will. That will I will flip out. I will do exactly what everybody expects me to do, and just flip out, man. I will flip out if that's if that building is ever anything of other. If that's Star Insurance Stadium, we have a problem. I don't think they'd ever do it. And I don't, and, and and obviously names on the back too, but that has nothing to do with companies. Now I don't think they would ever do that either. And I wouldn't mind if they changed the hair thing. I don't care if, if the guy has a beard or not. I think that's long overdue. I don't really, I don't care about that either. I like the idea. It's different, but 
doesn't bother me. But that it's got to be Yankee. That's the only thing. That's where I'll really go nuts. And I don't want to see patches all over the place, clearly. I mean, if you if you put another patch on the other arm and you had one patch on each arm, that would be like the limit for me. I wouldn't want any more than that. But now we're just now we're just talking about what I'm comfortable with and what I'm willing to bargain for. Like I don't I don't know. But it better not be anything other than Yankee Stadium. That's for sure. Larry. Larry in Florida. Hey, see, Mark, being a big Cleveland fan that I am, that homer by that chump bird off my Swiss Army knife Miller mm-hmm. was very, very disturbing. I know. And Tanaka shut you down that night. Yeah. Yep. I think and you Lindor lost three in a row. You lost three in a row to the stinking Yankees. Ugh. That was really the Rough. stinking Yankees. Rough. We played you guys six times since '96 in the playoffs. We played you guys more than anybody. Yeah, somehow. And the Yankees win four, pretty much four out more. Of six. Yeah, four, four out of the six. Yeah, is that right? '97 for sure. '97 and '07. Oh, and '07. I forget. I try to forget about '07 and the stupid midges. We finished Joe's manager. Yeah. Yep. 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 Those stupid midges. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. Hey. Hey, what do you got? And I, how are you feeling about that Boston under? I'm not feeling too good. Right? No, I know. I, I had a, I put a Boston under. Now I thought early on, I thought I had a great shot at it. Now they've been okay. I still think the yeah. pitching. I still don't know if the pitching's going to last, but they're having. I feel better about my Rangers over than I do my Red Sox under. That's for sure. Oh yeah, I'd be feeling real good about my. Rangers I feel good over. about my Rangers o- over. That is true. I what was the? I think I did Rangers over. I did uh, Red Sox under, and I did Dodgers under. Did I? No, I don't think I did Dodgers under. Oh, uh, oh see, I did this. No, Seattle Mariners under. So, I, and I feel pretty good about that too. What's that number? About eighty-eight. It was something like that. It might have been lower than that. I think it was eighty-six. Hey, uh, I was going to give you a little trivia. No, it's it's not done by any stretch. They they've actually they oh. finished the second half. Uh, they yeah, finished like the first four. half, uh, you know, winning four out of four out of six. Uh, their last two series, forty-five or something. Yeah, they're right around right there, on. so it's it's going to be close. But you know, I, being the big Yankee fan that you are, yes. Can you name the four Yankees that won the home run derby? Uh, I believe so: Robinson Cano, um, Tino Martinez, Robinson Cano, Tino Martinez, um, Aaron Judge. And did Giambi do it? Yeah, he did it in 0-2. You there got you go. it. Bingo. No problem Easy there. peasy. Any other brain busters? Hey, in Joe, I trust. In Joe, you trust? Yeah, Joe, the GM of the Giants. Yes, in Joe Shane, we trust. No doubt. Right now, you have to, right? I don't know how you don't. I think that he's just someone you have to trust. And that's really where I land on it. I love Saquon Barkley. He's a great player. He's a great guy. And he's important into the team. And I, I want he's I'm not worried about it because I know he's going he's going to play. I'd be shocked if he doesn't play week one. I'd be shocked. Either contract or tag. I'd be shocked if he doesn't play. So it's it's I'm more it's more about just the idea of Getting it done, making everyone happy, and ensuring that he's here for the foreseeable future. Because I, I honestly do. I don't think he's done. I don't. I, I hate, you know, these long, these second contracts for running backs don't typically work out. 
And as I said, you know, running backs for me don't really make or break a team. I, they're they're impactful players, no doubt, and they can be important players. But you're the best running backs in the league don't typically win, and and we've seen it with the Giants. Like, let's be honest, Saquon Barkley, Tiki Barber was every bit as good at that time. I mean, his that those those the last years of his, of his career, he was. You know, as good an all-purpose yards back as there was. He was phenomenal. And the year he left, they won the Super Bowl because Eli Manning had to step into the leadership role. And I think, uh, you know, for whatever reason, we don't have to rehash it, but it, it Jeremy Shockey needed to get injured and Boss needed to be the tight end. And they needed to change it running back because with Eli and Shockey, it was tough for Eli Manning to take the leadership role he needed to take for that team to win the Super Bowl. So... That's like they lost arguably the best running back in the league and arguably the, you know, I guess, you know, I didn't see Frank Gifford play, but the the best running back in Giants history. And they replaced him with a seventh round pick in Ahmad, Ahmad Bradshaw and they won the Super Bowl. And uh, Brandon Jacobs, obviously, who I think was a second or third round pick, but you get my point. Robbie and Lake Success. What's up, Robbie? Hey, are you getting used to it yet? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, I'm, you know, I was just talking to Jerry about it. What's funny is, I go home and have no problem falling asleep right away. That's been the plan. Where I, I go home, I fall asleep right away, sleep, wake up, and have my day when I wake up in the afternoon. So I've had no problem going right to sleep. But the funniest thing is, I wake up, like, and it's, and I wake up and I feel good. Like I feel like, oh, like I get that stretch, and I'm like, yeah, I feel like I got a, a good rest. I feel like I, good, and then I'll look at the clock, and it's been three hours and twenty minutes, and I'm like, geez, I'm like, that's not nearly enough. No, but, like, you, but you, I, you. I felt like I got a full night's rest. Like I didn't wake up and go, you know. So, and I guess maybe because it's the light out. Like you, when you do it, and it's still the middle of the night, you know you haven't gotten enough sleep. If you sleep a normal schedule and you wake up and it's still pitch black out, you're like, oh no, I need to go back to bed. But like I'll wake up. And I'll go, okay, it's got to be, what, one thirty, two o'clock, and I'll roll over, and it's like 10.45, and I'm like, what? You know what? It, it's just, I guess you just got to get your, your body cycled Yeah, it's going to take some know, time. It, 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 but it's going to be, listen, I, I didn't hear your show today. I actually did sleep through the night, but I I'm, I want to talk Giants, and I'm glad. Yep. I'm going to say yes, 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 yes to all your things. Let me tell you, our number eight that we have, I think it's going to be better than their number eight. And you know what number eight I'm talking about. Look, the Jets are going to be very good. If they're not good, I'll be laughing and laughing and laughing because they got two years. But we, I think we're going to surprise. We're under the radar. This giant team could be sneaky good. And I really think Jones is going to be the quarterback that we were hoping he grew so much last year, and by the way, we had we had, we had a running back in my childhood that I saw, Ron Johnson. He was the first guy, number thirty, who hit, had a thousand yards for the Giants. Can you okay. imagine the illustrious career of the Giants? It took till nineteen seventy to get a thousand yard rusher, and it was Ron Johnson. And, hmm. You know, so that that's just a little not to get too instance into the history. Yeah. I want to talk about today. I love what I see, Barkley. You know, listen, he's got, like you. I agree. This is all a game. Like when the fans call and talk about the Yankees and the Mets and Eplin's doing a lousy job and this guy stinks and that guy... I, I turn it off the radio. That, that, that's, that, that's a turn-off radio for me because I can't listen to it. it, it it's insanity and it's stupidity. Stupidity! Stupidity, Chris! Mm -hmm. That's what it is. But all kidding aside, I really believe the Jets 
are going to be very entertaining. Yeah. But the Giants, that Giant-Jet game, oh, is that going to be great? <laughs> that is the one game in the metropolitan area I will go to. I yeah. will sit there, and it's going to be an absolute war, at least the way it looks on today. We're going to have a good year. We're going to be under the radar. And Barkley will be playing. Yeah. You are 100 we got to have some disagreements, man. I, 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 mm. I can't call up and agree with everything you say, but I do. And that's scaring me, man. It's scaring <laughs> me. Either I know too much or yeah. you, know, you, you know more than I think. Yeah, or, 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 or we're both morons. No, which we're is, not. Which is that's plausible. Nah, we're, listen, we're, Robbie, you have to be open to all the possibilities. Well, it is. I, I can't, you're not a moron. <laughs> I know, I'm not a moron. Uh, well, that I can tell you for sure. I, 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 don't, I don't know a moron who thinks he's a moron, Robbie. I'm just having fun with you. Thank you for the call, man. I appreciate it. 877-337-6666. Morons don't walk around calling themselves morons. That's for sure. They leave that to everyone else. Talk New York sports with us. 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Chris McMonnell here with you on the overnight, uh, finishing up our midnight ride. Last few minutes, Jerry and Al will come your way in a few. 877-337-6666. I made made like a Chris uh, Carlin noise the other day. It was kind of like, eh? I was like, well, yeah. I know that's not the best explanation of it, but it reminded me of the... The Saturday Night Live sketch of the the Hurley Boy with uh, Adam Sandler and Chris Farley. Chris Farley obviously cracks me up, but it's like a sketch where Adam Sandler is like a who uh, works for some service that they'll come in and like you know water your plants, bring in the mail while you're away, and so he's asking if he could come in and why you know bring in the mail, you know, do those things. And Chris Farley just starts screaming. It's ridiculous. It makes absolutely no sense, but it cracks me up every time I watch it. I was just watching it now. Chris Farley's, those, he, on SNL, it was just brilliant. Jeff in Fairview. What's up, Jeff? J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Let's do it. I'm pumped. Yeah. You got you gotta ahead, love the fact you gotta love the fact they're on hard knocks, right? Please tell me that you love the fact that you're gonna get to watch your team on hard knocks. <laughs> Please, uh, I'm in between. I'm 50, uh, 60 40 yes, 60 40 come yes. Come on, because they what did, are you afraid they did of? Go to the championship game in 2010, right? So that's a good thing. What could happen? And what are you so? Af- what could be? What could go wrong? What are the Jets well, afraid I, of? I, what I, are you afraid of? Well, I've been a Jets fan for, since name it, so I've right? seen it all. Okay, now, so exactly. So don't you want? I don't you want more access to your team? Yeah, why not? I know Woody wants it. Well, so, of course, Woody wants now, it. So we're going to see how good this coach is. Salah is, yeah. you know, how good of a coach he is. See what kind of camp. And I already in. said my prayers to the football gods. Please, Aaron Rodgers, don't get hurt. Yeah, that's that's if he it. Gets hurt, then forget about it. And we have to sign Quentin Williams too. Yeah, I'm sure they that's will. a good point. Yeah, no, giant. yeah, they have to come up with a contract for Quentin Williams. I think they will. I think they will. 
That's why I don't. Think, I don't. I don't know if they're focused on Cook at the moment. I think they got to. You know, they have other priorities. Yeah, just like the Giants got to sign the running back, so we Barkley. both have to sign somebody. Yeah, well, they say that. No, I think it's. I don't think they have to sign Barkley. I really don't. I don't think mm. they have to sign Barkley. I well, think they. Would, I think he could play under the tag. I, I would like them to sign Barkley. I don't think they have to. Right. I, I think so you get you away think, with that. What do you think Quentin Williams will get then? What do you think he's worked? A, a, a lot, and you yeah. know, you got, because he plays a position that is to me, you know, and to the rest of football, is a more important position that gets paid better. And he's been at the top of the league for the last two years. So I mean, yes. Dexter Lawrence just got paid. You know, you, you get paid, you get paid, and that's part of the thing with the with. With Barkley, too. I mean, the Giants just paid their quarterback. They just paid Dexter Lawrence. Andrew Thomas is one of the premier left tackles in the sport. You know how much money he's going to make? He's going to make a lot of money. Because that's the NFL in 2023. Right? It's not. I'm not breaking news. We all know it. It's, the, it's quarterback play, protecting the quarterback, affecting the other team's quarterback play. That, those are, that's what gets you paid. That's why I don't like drafting Barkley second overall because he does. I mean, I guess he kind of protects the quarterback with blitz pickup, but you know what I'm saying. Like, he's not a left tackle. He's he's not a quarterback. He doesn't get after the quarterback. He he doesn't play a, a pre, like he doesn't play a cornerback position that makes the quarterback's life difficult. Like, he makes the quarterback's life easier, sure. But there's a lot of guys. I mean, the the league is filled with guys drafted later in the league. Kamara, Chubb, like you know, you don't have to. Uh, later in the draft, you don't have to be at the top of the draft. I thought it was a terrible draft pick, but that's opening up on old wounds. No one cares. He's a brilliant player. No one would argue that he's a great running back. And I and, I, and ultimately, I do want them to come to an agreement, have a contract, everybody be happy, him be here for a couple years, and that's ultimately the best case scenario, I would think. But no, I don't think they have to pay him. I think they can draw a line in the sand, and if he won't cross it, then he's going to play under the tag. I think I I don't I'm hoping that doesn't happen. They have till Monday at four o'clock. But I mean, he is leaking it to the media that he would. I would imagine it's him leaking it to the media that he would. You know, be willing to miss some time. Now I'm sure you know he might show, he might not show up to camp initially. That's very likely. But is he really going to miss games? Is he really going to, you know, force this to that point? I I just doubt it very much. I really do, and I understand. Look. The Giants don't want to. If they were, if he were to play that game of chicken, and he were to, you know, sit out game one, obviously, with how important he is, and the fact that they've built the team with the idea that he would be the running back, you know, and you know they would have Breida as their backup right now. Would they get to a point? You had a season where you won the playoffs. This is the other aspect of it too. You had a season where you won a playoff game. You had a great year. But to me, it's still a rebuilding process. Shane and Dable were brought here to turn this terrible franchise around. Like I, I understand now they've paid the quarterback. They won a playoff game. They beat a Minnesota team that you know won a lot of games on the road. I get all that. But the fact of the matter was, this team was in shambles. They were the worst team in football for five years. Like it was just awful. It was the worst stretch of Giants football we've seen. You know, dating back to the seventies, it's the worst stretch of football I've ever seen. So. I thought this was going to be a process. Last year was a surprise. So 
you know, I understand the idea. You never want to take a step back. You want to pick up where you left off. I still think that there's a good opportunity they could. But ultimately, even with Saquon Barkley in the division they're in, and the idea that they won a handful of games down 10 points late in the, the fourth quarter last year. I mean, a lot of things broke right for them as well. So could I see the Giants, even with Saquon Barkley, not having quite the same season? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's possible. It's very possible. I think I like Shane and Dable. I think there is a chance that you end up at the end of the season and the Giants, you still feel good that they got better. That you would look at the team and go, you know what? Overall, the offense was more consistent. You felt like the defense played better. You, you know, a couple of key guys even, you know, got better and, and grew. And, you know, um, you saw uh, the uh, the Waller, the Waller, uh, Daniel Jones work together. Different Wendell Robinson had a full healthy season. They scored some points. The pass, you know, the pass rush got better. Offensive line play got better. All that happens, and you feel like, hey, that was a good year where they were improved. And then you look at it, and they they don't make the playoffs, or they don't win a playoff game. Like, I definitely think you could see win loss record not indicate the actual progress that the team still makes. Because it, it, it all it sometimes happens when you have a surprise year, when you get ahead of yourselves in a rebuild process. Last year was an enormous step forward. An enormous step forward. A surprising one. So I think there's a chance that this team ends up being better with less success. Even with Saquon Barkley. So it's up to what Joe Shane's comfortable with. And where he is with the how much money he's going to have to pay some other guys and where he feels. But hopefully, and I expect it to happen quite honestly, I think Barkley will sign a contract and be with the Giants. That's it for me. Thank you for calling and listening. I appreciate it. Fleegs on the other side. Thank you, sir. Four shows down. One more show left in my first week. I'm ready to go. I'm feeling good. You want to do another hour? Tell Jerry and Al I got it. Nah, that's okay. I heard it's extremely highly rated. We know that. So let them do it. I'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Enjoy your Thursday. Al and Jerry are next. Take care. Sports Radio 1019 FM. WFN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.